coming to you live from the top floor of the OBB Corporate Tower in downtown Coral Gables. You're listening to the top-rated American football podcast in countries that don't play American football. Ain't that some shit? These are the Orange Bowl Boys. Brought to you by Ed Morse. Join the over 2 million people that are backed by Morse. Visit edmorse.com. Here's Toast, Roman, and Scoop. Welcome to the Mario Era, Chapter 45. Episode Cormani McLean. <laughs> you gainers. <laughs> 45 oh. de Mario. It's a me. It's a Mario. What's going on? You know. Nothing like, uh, no better way to give your fan base uh, that is in uh, sitting through a three and four season a shot in the arm, like the the number one cornerback in the uh, country and the number one player in the state saying, yo, let's go when no one expected it. Shock the world, baby. (laughs) Like, holy shit. I mean, 24-7 sitting here pre-recording videos saying he's going to Florida and dropping that shit and not even realizing until after the fact. I love it, Steve. Well done. Well yeah, done. I boys. caught that. That was pretty funny. I did <laughs> see great. that. He's the he's the highest rated corner yeah. ever to commit to the University of Miami. And and I find it funny. I do. I find it funny with the people who come at us on Twitter who either number one are contextually illiterate, number two, don't listen to the show at all but want to feel as though they understand and know our opinions on things, but you don't listen to anything, but you know, our opinions on things. And yes, we haven't supported this, this program at all. All we've done is bash them for five years. Look, if we didn't support the program, we wouldn't still be doing this show. It's not like we're riding a hot streak here. So I find it funny. (laughs) I do. And we've told you, He's the top three recruiter in the country. And if you don't think he's going to get his guys and toast, I, I listened to some of the recaps. I didn't get through all of it, but I did. I did get through most of it and toast put it that brilliant article, by the way. I, and I fully agree with the article. I agree with the old school, new school players. I'm sorry. I missed you guys on Saturday. Uh, glad to be back. Um, but, and that's absolutely true. So you don't think this dude committed we're three and four, and we got boat raced by a Division two school and Duke. You don't think he's all in? He's the number two player in the country. You don't think he's all in with Mario and this staff? Or at least Mario, because that's all that really matters? We said he needs two cycles. I said he needs two cycles of his own kids. Let him get his own kids for the next 24 months and then talk to me about whether or not we've supported this program when we're still on the top. Earlier this week, I put a tweet out, and the tweet was like, I've never said this before, right? I said, I've never said this before. Usually in the midst of a turmoil infested season, like another one, we've we've been part of this now for two decades. I said, I just have this peace and kind of tranquility. Like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. 
I mean, the season's probably going to continue to go off the rails. They'll continue to invent new ways to lose. They'll continue to make you pull your hair out. But I'm like, I'm fine. And it was essentially off the backs of what you just said, Scoop. Because I knew the talent infusion in this place was going to get to a level that hasn't been seen and has been unparalleled since maybe the Butch era. You just had the number one recruited cornerback commit to the University of Miami Hurricanes in the midst of a three and four season. The one thing that I know, Josh Gaddis is going to continue to call tight sets and get his quarterbacks killed. <laughs> but Mario's going to get his guys. Mario's going to get his guys. Like, that's what gives me the hope, right? Because this this is new. This is the new anomaly. This is the new new. This is we're still going to recruit top 10, potentially top five. Mario is going to get his guys. He always gets his guys. He might lose a couple here and there, but now you have the number one tackle in the country and the number one cornerback in the country. Let's go. Let's go. So all I know, and here's where I stand, is that and, and you are 100% correct, Ro, because this doesn't change anything for this season. I don't know how much it changes for next season. But what I want is for September of 2024 to get here. Like, I just want that to get here. Like, I like fuck the rest you know what, of You don't this. want to go through fuck all this? Next year. No. I don't even give. No, I don't want to go through the next 18 months of this nonsense. No. I just want September of 2024, the kickoff game, week zero. Who the fuck yeah. are we playing? I don't yeah. even know. That's yeah. what I want. Get, get me to that. I don't like disagree. The fact that I've had to sit through this is just <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So I mean, like, listen, it's um, I'm I'm amused by and the folks that you reference scoop because and, and listen, it's also take you know some folks taking shots at us because uh, you know Mario talking about the negativity in the media and everything. Listen, college football in the United States and in particular in the Southeast is the most passionate sport this country has. It is the equivalent of European soccer. And if you know how hardcore those, like the, you love your team more than your wife, like you're born into these teams. Um, as a result, fans of European soccer teams and of college football teams, especially in the Southeast and the SEC and whatnot, every week, the sky is falling, or it's the greatest thing in the world. There's no, there's no middle ground. It's the extreme. You go to the extreme with your team. You're riding the highs and the lows. You're riding it all. And so, yes, when you're three and four, <laughs> and I'm sorry, when you're three and three and you're playing like shit, and I pick you to lose against Duke, it's not because I'm not a fan. No. Not it's not because not I'm fan, not rooting so. for us to win. <laughs> it's just because... I'm trying to just be as objective as possible for the audience that we have and not just be a flat-out homer, okay? So I'm trying to bring some objectivity to this whole freaking little thing. Um, but, like, some of you just got to settle the fuck down. Like, you're going to – people are going to react hardcore after a win, after a loss. They just are. And if you look at the way this offense is playing, yes, I have, I have sold – I am selling on Josh Gaddis as our OC. I am. I personally don't believe he should be back next year the way that he's performed through halfway through the season this year. And I'm not going to, and that doesn't mean I don't like the team. Doesn't mean I don't support the program. Doesn't mean I miss a negative. I'm looking at the facts, bro. We can't score. 
Eighteen point twenty twenty two, dude. Five. What, what the fuck? I can't. I can't be, critique that. You're not allowed. Stop. You're not allowed. You're not allowed. Stop. First, first of all, power. First five. of all, let me, let me let me. I'm going to say one thing about that whole thing. And everyone, listen very very closely. We're not the media. Never claimed to be. We don't break news. We don't make news. We don't ask them questions. We don't interview them. We're just here to give our opinions. And if we have an opinion that maybe something is good enough, and maybe something's really good, or that maybe we might lose this week, or maybe we might not, that's okay. We're allowed to give that. So don't lump us into that. So Josh Pate did say that. Okay, look, Josh Pate, our boy, would never throw us under the bus because he knows we're not involved in that. So take a hike. The, the differentiator, real quick, uh, Toast, Scoop, is the fact that he said mainstream media. We're not mainstream media. Yeah. We're not mainstream no. media. We we know what we know what avenue we live in. It's not that one. We're not them. We never will be them. We never want to be them. Now, I will say this. <clears throat> you talk about, and we all knew that Mario could recruit. We all know that he's an amazing recruiter. That's why Saban wanted him up there. That's why Oregon hired him, this and that. We, we all knew that. But how quickly, <laughs> I want to talk about how quickly the man can recruit. If you go onto the 24 uh, 7 rankings right now, and not just for, for this year, but you look at the historical for Miami, Mario Cristobal in his first 10 months on the job has now secured, as long as they maintain and sign, the number sixth and number seventh rated prospects to ever sign with this program. Number six, number seven, already on. He's going to own the top five by the time 2025 gets around. They will all be Mario guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, the class is, the class jumped in with the Cormani McLean commit. They jumped in front of Florida. Um, they still got ways to go. They, I think they have even less recruits. Uh, so they're, they're We do. We have, I think, two or four less recruits. And wait until Rick signs with us. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that place will be in shambles. If you think it's bad now, oh, holy oh. shit! I, I mean, when you look at these wait. recruiting rankings, I mean, this is—it's Alabama, Georgia, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Texas, LSU, Miami, Florida, Clemson. But look at our look. Just our level of uh, our, our individual rating guy though is higher than the folks in front of us. Ninety-two, oh, seven, four, uh, something like that. And, and yeah. I and I'm telling you. That is the reason. That is the reason where I just, I I think that's where the peace came from. I'm like, I'm okay because I know. Listen, I know Mario is in utter hell internally, right? It is got to be eating him up alive. What's going on in the field right now, right? It's it has to. This is this is not the triumphant return. Now I know that the, the talent on this team needs to improve. But I damn well know you have enough talent to beat Duke in Middle Tennessee State. So it's in the middle. They're shaking hands with each other. And it just almost seems like Mario's like pillow and comforter is I'm gonna go recruit my ass off. That that's his that's how he works, yeah. right? He can't he can't go into the film room, go into the weight room, go do what he needs to do, and he does those things, mind you. But he can't go back on the field next Saturday and dominate the guy across from him. The only way he knows how to like transfer his energy and the negative energy into positive, he's like, I'm going to go steal Cormani McClain from the Gators. Watch me. And that's where he seeks his solace. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that maybe there's a little part of Mario 
that isn't upset that it's this bad? Do you think so? Well, no, he didn't want it this bad, Scoot. No, no. Understand why I'm saying that. Because when, because he believes, if and when he turns this around, oh, from it to be where it was when he got here to turning it around to making it a potential championship caliber team, you don't think that that, like, I'm saying, I'm it's tongue-in-cheek, but just a little bit of them isn't terribly upset that they're this bad. I no, know he I wants think, to win. I know he mm, wants to win, but there's something in him that's like, okay. I right. think it's I think it's more fuel. I think it's I don't think he's happy with it. I think it just fuels him more. Okay. I think it's the I, I think it's the motivation and the fuel to want to grind harder and grind in a way that he knows best, and that is on the trail. Because we knew it. We're like, listen. And it's so funny, some of the predictors, right? We're like, listen, if we get Lane Kiffin as head coach, I know the offense is going to be okay. How is he going to recruit? Mario Crisball is like, it's always going to come down to the offensive coordinator with Mario, but we know he's going to recruit. Man, did we not predict that one from a mile away? Because it's essentially what we're seeing, right? And you, you heard Toast talk about how he sold on Josh Gaddis. I have too, by the way. Um, and, and here we are, but bright days ahead. And, and the one thing that keeps playing in my mind over and over, and, and I was like, all oh, right, we have the talent to beat it, but Toast, and I know you complimented Toast on his article. I'm going to compliment him because it stuck with me. I'm like, you know what? You're right. He got Mario. Manny recruited dudes that were into the bling, into the turnover chains, wanted to talk about uh, you know, like the turnover chain, wanted to build their brand, wanted the IG following, wanted the uh, Mario wants no part of that. Zero. And if he has a team that is like all absorbed into football, because I think Mario's a guy that's like, yeah, sure, you're a four star. My dude's a four star. But when you want to go out there and party with your friends and build up your IG and look for the next NIL deal, my four-star wants to go lock himself in a room, study the film for the next opponent, wants to do everything he can, and he eats, lives, breathes it just like me. Just like me. And when I have everybody like me and we're all on board, we're going to turn this shit around. And you know what? I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Not at all. Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, because that coach can talk to one kind of player, but he's not going to resonate with the Manning type players. He just isn't. No, you're right. And I, and I firmly believe that. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? So now, um, obviously, the only reason why Cormani went ahead and spurned uh, Bayou Billy in the Gators is because of the bag that John Ruiz dropped off, at least according to everyone up there in Gainesville. And if that's the case, then fucking fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know how many times we've lost out on a player in the last 20 years to an SEC school because of a bag? You can go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Like, <laughs> really? Like, seriously, y'all can go fucking, you can lick my balls. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> toast. Thank you, Toast. I, I have no problems with it. It's legal now. If he got a better NIL deal here than up there, then it is yeah. what it is. Welcome welcome to the new way of doing things, right? You you, you pretended like you got away with it. You you pretend like you, it wasn't happening, excuse me, and you guys got away from it for years. The playing field is now leveled. If that's what had happened, thank you, John Ruiz. Ball, toast balls, thank you. Thank you, John Ruiz. Thank you. Thank you, Toast. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm sorry that he's more powerful than your nine ninety nine a month collective thing or whatever it is that you got up there. You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's a monthly subscription to that. They, that's how they do it. I, I believe that's what I was, uh, from what I gathered. Speaking on, of monthly, uh, speaking of monthly subscription. Yeah. 
go go. They charge you nine ninety nine a month. We charge you like five bucks and a little change after. And come be mm-hmm. part of Discord. You review you. I mean, when you see the conversations that we have constantly at Discord, you as especially it's a, the recruiting central channel has been off the hook. Now you can you can witness and play along at Greetree. That's free. Just put it up and just watch the conversation all day long. But to get into this, some of the other backdoor chats and coming in, recruiting central has been going off. Leeds is in there like, I'm hearing this. I'm hearing this. It's like it's like a wartime, real time war zone in there. Uh, she's doing a great job. So. Come be part of the family today. And yeah, I'm part of Discord. You, we got a cool like website that has articles. I mean, you can't beat it. So <laughs> let's go. Anyway, shameless plug. Let's move on. Listen, even 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 Leeds was surprised by the Cormani. She oh, was yeah. uh, telling the guys in there yesterday that she was pretty sure it was going to end up being Gainesville. Yep. So, Which goes uh, to show you, you never yeah. know until you know. No, you don't. That's, you're true. Not. I, I do want to. <laughs> we had somebody tweeted us. Uh, Gaden confused on Twitter tweeted at us. Dan Orlovsky. Our oh good, my God! Our good friend. Did you see this? I saw this. Someone so texted Dan, Dan Orlovsky. <laughs> oh my God, bro! You got to look at it. He tweets out, "WTH is Twitch? Like, what the hell is Twitch?" Well, well, no, well, well, no. Well, first he says, "Anyone with a bigger brain than I know how I can watch Thursday night football on Prime while in London." Okay. And someone said, "Twitch, just search up Prime Video." Okay. So he replies, "What, what the, the hell, hell is, is Twitch? Twitch?" And Twitch then replies to that tweet <laughs> with, "What the hell is this?" And has a picture of him running down. Uh, end zone. In the back uh, of the end zone, the end zone. Well yeah, done. eleven yards deep. Yeah, <laughs> OBB alumni. Oh my god! I mean, that couldn't be any funnier. <sighs> yeah, that's good shit. It's good shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you see what Malik Bryant tweeted out? Yes. about an hour and a half ago. Yes. Oh, yes. what a great yeah! I retweeted that. Posted in the Discord. You, that. yeah. Great photo of Mario as uh, uh, in. Uh, a Scarface, good stuff. So the funny thing is, someone in the Discord you says, uh, "I remember the Manny Scarface edits," and someone replied, "Yes, but this one actually speaks Spanish. Last one drank Folgers." Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, something what Mario happening? Mario did did say, and I don't, <laughs> and I don't know if now he's starting to pick up. Now Manny used to listen to us on his jogs. Mario's not a jogger. Mario's listening to us in the weight room <laughs> when he's throwing up like two caddies, right, on each side. He's just pounding it out. What do you say? What I miss? He was like, he said a comment. He was like, essentially, I'm not out here to try to sell dreams. And, and I, I was like, listen, the more other team can sell better realities, meaning the season progression, right, which we, we don't have the benefit of. We're not having a good, great season at all. The more you have to sell dreams. He's like, I don't sell dreams. I sell my track record. And I was like, whoo, okay. That shut me down real quick. <laughs> I was like, I can't argue that one. Manny had no track record as a recruiting a head coach guy because he never was a head coach and never recruited as a head coach. So he had no track record. He had to sell dreams. But Mario's right. He's like, listen, this isn't new to me. I remember what happened when I went to Oregon. And I, and I think in Mario's heart, I really do, he built that team. He recruited those guys for four years. I think there's probably only a handful of guys on Miami's roster that he would probably feel comfortable starting at Oregon. I really do. I really do. Mm-hmm. I don't think in his heart of hearts he feels like he has a team that competes with the talent, the offensive line, maybe quarterback, different story. 
I think Tyler starts at quarterback no matter where he goes. But in terms of what he has on the talent, I mean, just look at some of the positions that have like failed him this year. There's no way that he has that at Oregon. No way. No way. Before uh, we hopped in here, I was doing a little voyeuring and uh, listening to a space that was being hosted by uh, in all kinds of weather, the Gator uh, Twitter handle person or whatever. And they were just, you know, obviously just the tears were running strong. But he was wrapping up the space and he said, listen, I'll just close with this, you know. He said, um, <clears throat> the reality is he views he views this whole thing as just being a flash in the pan. Ruiz, Mario, the whole thing is a flash in the pan. He said, listen, Miami didn't uh, hire Mario um, uh, because he's a great X's and O's coach, this and that. He's never been able to do that. They hired him because he's a recruter. And so you know what? He guys recruits, but how long is that going to last when you can't win? And here's the the misconception. And listen, and, I, and I've taken shots. I, I've had some fun at this it, it, when you look at Mario's career record, and it's right around 500. But those of us, first of all, it's not even close to 500 at Oregon. All right, not even close. Mm -hmm. It's 500 because of what happened at FIU. And if you're everywhere else in the country, you can go ahead and be like, what the hell? Like, he couldn't even win at FIU. We all know what sort of nonsense was going on behind the scenes at FIU that basically was making that an absolutely just horrific and terminal job. And the fact that what he was able to accomplish there despite that is why he had success at Oregon. So you want to look at the overall record, that's fine. But everything deserves context in this world. And those of us that lived down here <laughs> and knew what was going on at FIU realized this, that that record wasn't on Mario completely. Uh, did you ever see the record of Bill Belichick at the Browns? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you can't. That's even more of an apples to apples. That's not even an apples to apples comparison with Mario. That was at least the NFL level to the NFL level. But in terms of you're going to. That, that program started with, like, Mario Cristobal. It was like an upstart. You take Nick Saban and start a football <laughs> program tomorrow, how successful do you think that's going to be? <laughs> like, come on. just assumed that people are aware of context. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm new at this. I was just born yesterday. I'm new, I'm new here. Contextual illiterate. 100% all day. It's amazing. Yep. Right, I so find I it's, find uh, I do find yeah. that hard to believe sometimes. It's totally off the rails, but this is what we do. That people are unable to understand that things have context. The dialogue has content statements that paragraphs that anything is contextual. I, I just I don't understand the lack of the ability to understand it. Anyway, go ahead. Huh? All right, so it's uh, well. I mean, listen, we we need to get into our some of our trademark uh, negativity because we've been far too positive for a team that's talking about. Uh, you know, go, this, we've started off way too positive and happy here this episode. Well, we, we should gotta be. get the negativity going. Got to get the negativity for, going, of man. What? Of let's, what? Because we're three and four. Let's spin it up. Let's go. Let's get pissed. Doesn't matter. Three and four. <laughs> Rainbows and unicorns, baby. Listen, I, this is September of 2024. Back. back. Rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> this wasn't the year that the University of Miami was going to win more than likely a playoff berth, right? That's going to be the ultimate goal. That's what we're shooting for. This team wasn't talented enough going into the season. We knew that. Uh, no, you know what? Stop there, bro. Hold on. You know what? Fuck this. I'm blaming both of you. You two both picked them to go 10 and 2. 9 and 3. Answer for that nonsense. Answer for that nonsense. Listen, I, I will. I will. I will. I will tell you. I bought the sale of goods. It happens. And I wish I could be 
more in line to, you know, people get it always wrong when they vote on preseason rankings because there's always teams that aren't, you don't, they don't pick that end up being in the top 25, sometimes higher. And teams religiously, typically SEC teams, that are in the top 10 that are terrible, like Texas A&M. Texas A&M is absolutely garbage. What's going on with Jimbo? We're going to talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, it's, it's, they're smoking weed and, uh, and like, yes, not, e- not even in your own locker room, their locker room. Like, they're not going to rat you out for that. Come on, you dummies. Anyway, but I, I think the, 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 where I went wrong is I had, you had a first round potential quarterback. And I still feel in my heart of hearts, and this is a discussion I want to have with you guys, that, if Tyler, even with the season that he has, if he decided to jump for the NFL, I almost want to make the argument for him to say what he was able to do last year, and anybody with an NFL GM brain can see what's going on this year and realize, you know what? You're probably still going to be all right, kid, if you declare. Maybe you're not going to go as high as you thought. Maybe you needed to go ahead and get this, but in terms of what you were able to put on film last year, it was remarkable, and it's still strong enough to wash off the stink that this guy's putting. And I refer to the stink... Josh Gaddis has just been an absolute dud. I mean, the system of offense that he tries to instill here, we joked around. It's Danny Nose light. We had another moniker for him. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work because you just don't have the offensive line. They don't have the aptitude to block and de- decipher who's coming, who's not coming. We broke it down at Review U. Review U is a subsidiary of the Orange Bowl boys and the OBB legend. Review U consists of a lot of individuals that PFF grades, film reviews, constant. And we could see it. And essentially, you don't have the horses what Josh Gaddis is trying to do. He can't manufacture the answers to the test quick enough, and he repeatedly fails. I'd be shocked, shocked if he comes back and he's retained next year of what he's put on film. And I look at it from a different perspective, right? And, I, and people always say, what do you know? Because, you know, that's how people come after me without the context. When did yeah, you ever you play know? college? Yeah. What do I know? Yeah, what do you know? Do you know God I'm getting me. close to my 10th year of doing film review? Not that that makes me an expert. It doesn't at all. But I've always taken a subtle, tactful approach to it. I can only go to what I know. I'm a former St. Thomas Aquinas high school quarterback who is recruited. And if I'm working, like, with my dad – to go to an offense that's going to put me in a successful, I want to go ahead and learn everything I can at the offense as that style of film review. That's how I've always operated it. I'm not going to Josh Gaddis. I'm not going it because I don't like the answers he gives. I want to go. I want to be like Hendon Hooker, baby. I want to go from a terrible Virginia Tech system and go out to Tennessee and, and like light it up because I'm like, dude, that system would work perfect for me. Let me go run that system. Let me go run that system. That's that's where my record came from, Toast. That's where my that's 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 what happened. I had a little bit too much high hopes for somebody who was won the award by his peers for best offensive coordinator. Shame on me. Wouldn't happen again. No way. Someone in uh, Discord, you <clears throat> earlier today after uh, Cormani went ahead and uh, committed, and they updated the composite rankings, and you go ahead and you look at the. Uh, the players and where they are uh, committing from this class and the top six, it's uh, Texas, uh, Miami, USC, USC, Tennessee, Miami. It's like, hey, look who's coming back. The old boys are coming back. Nice. Good to see. Well, that's that's what Mario it. does. That's what Mario does. But also with USC and with, look, you know. I mean, it's, Mario it's got the stuff. number like one recruit in the country last year or, or with uh, Thibodeau, right? I mean, we're talking, yeah. he gets top five guys, right? He got Justin Flo, yes. who was a top five guy. Um, he got that corner a couple of years ago that was a top five guy. Thibodeau, 
number one overall pick a couple of years ago. He got uh, um, uh, the kid, uh, was it, uh, Johnson, DJ Johnson, who came here. He was like, you know, a, a top five guy, ended up leaving here, going out there. So that's that's his pedigree. We know that. And, and we have to ride with it. We have to be okay if there are potentially some game day deficiencies. We have to be okay with maybe and hopefully the talent that's being recruited and what's being instilled in these kids could potentially overcome any sort of mishap on game day. If you, if you kind of want to fall on that, I mean, look, if you want to go back to the greatest team ever, which we'll never see again, but we'll relate to it. You had Larry Coker running the ship. So let's be real about this. You think Larry Coker was a good Game day coach? You think it was just a Bro, we, good we coach joked in that general? Anyone could have coached that team. Anyone could have coached that team. Of course. So they coached that, themselves. That's a situation where the talent on the team and the roster itself and the players and their accountability towards themselves and one another is what made them great. So we just have to hope that that talent level gets to a point where maybe it covers up some of the potential mishaps. Because you're, you're sacrificing, potentially. You're sacrificing some things. But it's okay. You can't have everything. You're not going to have everything. So well, be okay but with that. I'll, I'll, but I'll say this, and you made reference to this you know, a couple episodes ago. Um, and it comes to also like this being a player. I don't think you can teach being a top five recruiter. No, you know what I'm saying. You're born a top five recruiter. It's your personality. It's the it's the aura you exude when you meet people and stuff like that. Um, you can teach game day uh, efficiency and clock management and stuff like that. So I mean, if we get to that point, like one of those things can be improved. You know, can be worked on. You know, legitimately. The other one you can't fix. So I mean, I if I'm going to have a coach. I'm going to prefer that they are a natural recruiter and that they're a good enough coach and uh, cognizant enough that they understand their weaknesses and can improve upon those over the course of their career. There's still positions on this team that need to improve, right? I think we could say corners, one of them, right? You just you think you just nailed one of the number. How no, long have we you been didn't saying nail, that? You, the number one corner in the country just got just picked the university of Miami and, and, Spurn the Gators. We can't say that enough. You have to upgrade the linebacker position. Your defensive end, you did a wonderful job. A key mestre we've been telling you all all year. That 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 front, it's formidable. That that is a great ACC front. Linebackers, secondary safeties. Safeties are good. Camp Kitchen's damn good. He's shored up some of those things where he was kind of gambling a little bit too much. Safeties haven't necessarily played as well, but they're still damn talented. Offensively, I think offensively you're a mess. Offensive line is not a, a a Mario Cristobal offensive line. I, I know it's hampered with injuries. Running back, putrid. <laughs> it's it's there's no, no. It's I love Parrish a lot. There is a big drop off after Parrish comes out, right? Big drop off. 
Like you got guys who can't get the field. You have Lucius Stanley, who is now essentially your second running back on this team because somebody is fumbling like crazy. You just figured out Colby Young was your best wide receiver. All these Manny guys that came in as wide receiver that we hype and praise. Like Mario, Mario knows. Like I can promise you that if Mario looked at his team he, and like who would start at Oregon, who would start at Miami, the wide receivers are not on this list. <laughs> like, no, nah, I don't have a wide receiver at Miami that would have started over somebody at Oregon. No way. No, you can't tell me otherwise. And I love Colby, and he was the ACC rookie or ACC receiver of the week. I'm telling you, just offense. <laughs> we thought it was going to be better too, but. Well, so let me ask you this, because you know, I remember you know, before the season started, we're talking about players were picking this and that, and this was early on in camp, and we were talking about the running backs, <clears throat> and I asked you guys, I said, do, do you think that uh, before he got hurt that Trevante can get some serious run this year? And you guys were like, I just don't see it happening because it's just so stacked. Well, if you go back now, if he doesn't get hurt. It's him in Parrish right now. Like that's the one two. Easy. It's th- those 100%. are the guys. percent. That's it. It's I know. You're right. Two. You're absolutely You're not right. Anybody else? You're absolutely right. <laughs> and I mean, you would you wouldn't predict it because I mean, no. look, you don't you don't see Cheney going down. You don't see Rooster nope. having the type of year he's having. Um, and and from what we saw in the spring game, and then in the first couple games of Thad, and and you know, and then all of a sudden Thad doesn't play. So. I don't know. Some of the stuff I just don't get. And, and you know what? Shame on us, too, again, because it's not like we didn't have like access to some – we're not going to say who it is, but you know, a former NFL you know, kind of GM-type dude who has an eye for this sort of thing and play the running back position. <laughs> and when we asked about you know, like some of the talent on the roster, I, I think the quote was, they're all right. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Um, and I'm like, no, man, they're good. You just, just, just look what they did last year. I mean, look, look. There's no way they're out. Nah, man. <laughs> I don't know who offered that dude a scholarship, but no. <laughs> uh, shame on me. I'm never gonna doubt that man again. Because, and now, now you kind of see the proof in the pudding. I mean, it, it goes both ways. Offensive line, running game. I don't know. I don't know. You can keep you can keep your limbs on Mirabal. You're fine. We'll, we'll give you a little bit of pass this year, dude. We'll 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 say that as soon as you get your guys, and we'll we'll we'll, re- we'll reevaluate this running game. Well, listen, he's going to have a bunch of his. They got a nice offensive line crew coming in. Yeah. They got some kids coming in, so you know, kids that he's going to be able to mold from the beginning. So, listen, I think uh, part of me thinks that you're going to see finally. I, I really think that we'll have. Hell of a year for Zion next year. Next year is going to finally be the year, but they're kind of redshirting him this year. I just think you're going to see a lot of youth on that offensive line next year. It's going to be I, I, well. Francis one is of those a, deals. If Francis is an anomaly. He's the number one tackle in the world. That's a guy that typically yep. goes to Alabama. That's like an Alex Leatherwood type, and Alex started right away too. So I'm not even though he's young, and you can't count on young guys starting. When you're the number one tackle in the nation, it, you're in like your own class, right? That's like a unicorn. Right. That guy is special. I don't think people understand how how special he is. So him coming in here with a, a healthy uh, Zion Nelson, you have some bookends. Like legitimately, DJ Scaife is is the bar that Francis needs to kind of like you know leap over, and I think that's doable. Now, listen, listen, nothing away from DJ Scaife. Kid hasn't given up a. I I still believe he hasn't given up a sack on the year. Like it's not been attributed to him. He's had a phenomenal year. Bob Conley does PFF All-Stars, and he's on his PFF All-Star like award-winning watch list. 
right? So it's a cool feature. I got to give them a lot of credit, but this this offensive line, it, it could operate easier though. It could operate easier, but Josh Gaddis decides to make it hard. I don't like that guy. By the way, don't like. Him. <laughs> well, I, bro, I, I I I I put a horror story in Discord you in the X's and O when I saw Tyler got hurt because it it totally it hit close to home for me, and I want to share the story and it's kind of traumatic for me so. If I get a little animated after all these years, it's my senior year. I'm playing for St. Thomas. Uh, Deerfield Beach, the year before, put me in the intensive care unit. Uh, it was the last play of the game, came untouched on my backside, put me – first time my mom ever heard me curse, by the way, because I had passed out on the bus. The, the coaches are yelling at me to shut – shut, and I quote, shut the fuck up, Marciani, but I'm like telling my, my tackle, his name was Vinny, I'm like, Vinny, Vinny, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I, I don't, I can't breathe. And he's like, he's like, coach, he can't breathe. He can't breathe. Anyways, I take one step off the bus. I pass out. I wake up in an intensive care unit. I wake, I wake back out. The doctor saying, Hey, I got to check for internal bleeding. I said, okay. He said, well, I need you to take off your pants. And he puts a glove on. I'm like, what are you doing with your finger? He goes, I need to put it in your rectum. I'm like, the fuck you're not. Right. My mom slaps me. I'm like, mom, I'm in a fucking hospital. She slaps me again. She's like, watch your mouths. First time I ever cursed in front of my mom. But that's what it was. So that was the year before. So now we play them the next year. And they kind of ran that 46, like Buddy Ryan. They were just bringing it, right? They were bringing the heat. And my, my offensive coordinator, Coach Hackett, right, basically said, I want you to run I right, naked boot left. And I looked at him, and I was like, Coach. I was like, they've been pounding me from that side. You're asking me to boot right into them. I was like, I, I don't want to do it. And if I don't see it, I'm going to audible it. He screams at me, Marciani, you always fucking think you know too much. If you don't run the play, you're not playing the rest of the year. Now, I'm, I'm a highly recruited quarterback. And I'll say that again, highly. I, I had the number one and two team in the country calling me weekly, right? And next thing you know, I'm like, Damn, dude, what are you making me do? I had a wide receiver implore me, don't run the play. I have your back. I said, I got to run it. I got to run this play. Right? I don't have the ability to audible. Right? Just like Tyler didn't have the ability to audible out of the play he was in, even though they had a lot of pressure looking at him in his face. Go and audible it. I did the boot. Two guys landed on me, separated my shoulder. I went off. After that, no more phone calls for offers. You know what I'm saying? I literally went off. And I and I, I I lost my mind. I was like, I told you it wasn't gonna work. Fuck you, Hackett. After all these years, bro. Fuck you, Hackett. <laughs> I told you it wasn't gonna work. But you coaches get so stubborn. You get so stubborn. You gotta run the play at all costs. Tyler didn't have a chance on that. Not against that look. You had no check down. You had no blitz beater. And then you didn't have the fucking courtesy to sit there and say after you ask about the play, I hope Tyler's okay. Fuck you. I hope he's okay. No, we had wide receivers open. Why did you have to fucking even say that? Why did you even have to say that? They weren't open. He was on the ground. He's never open if he's on the ground. They're never open when they're on the ground. But you had to throw out there when asked about it, well, he's... Well, we had wide receivers open, but they gave us a look. No shit they gave you a look. You keep 11 people in there. A 10 guys were at the line of scrimmage. You can't block it right, but run the play anyway. No, Tyler. I'm sorry, Tyler. We need to do better for you, Tyler. But it's the same thing. 
Coaches think, like, what the hell? Listen to him. Son of a bitch. Sorry. Sorry. For those of you curious, um, Coach Hackett is uh, Nathaniel Hackett, who's now the head coach of the Broncos and will soon be fired. No, that's not who he is. That's not who he is. (laughs) Damn, bro. That was... You don't need to put that in one of the clips. <laughs> you don't need to put that. It'll be the first one dropped at 8 a.m. No, you don't have to put the clips. Sorry. Just, just yeah, you don't have it's, to do that. It's, I, I don't, it's here forever. Uh, I know it's here forever. Yeah. You can read. You can direct people to the show. Yeah, we can direct, do that. All right, we can, you can do direct that. people that to the show. You know I'm what I'm not gonna, We're not going to promo that if you don't want to promo that. That is fine. Don't worry about it. I, mean, I would I'm like sorry. to promo just the fuck you part. Yeah. <laughs> That's Bro, it. I, and then have I, everybody you know, try to figure I'm out who he's talking app, to. I try because I know like eventually we'll one day my kids. Who's and I try not, You know what to. I'll do? Oh, oh, you know what I'll do? We'll start it off, and then I'll just play music, and it'll just be his mouth moving, and it'll end with "fuck you." Until you'll have to go to the pod to listen to what the hell he was just saying. Yes. That's that's why. That? That's why you're the yeah. producer. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, we'll obviously, obviously, like I literally shared that in Discord to you a couple of days ago, and and it was just I flashbacks, like it was flashbacks for me when I heard the comment. I was like, "Bro, say you're sorry." The kid got hurt. It was a bad play call. Say you're sorry. Nobody was open. I just, just like what happened to me. Say you're sorry. He never said he was sorry. I, I knew the play wasn't going to work. I knew it in my heart. You never said you were sorry to me. I got hurt. <laughs> I separated my shoulder. I didn't play again until like three weeks. I lost everything. You never said you were sorry. I'm okay with it. Say you're sorry. On a uh, on another note, completely unrelated, I got a text message today oh. of a receipt of a receipt a receipt that showed. Um, 53 pounds of skirt steak and almost 20 pounds of shrimp were purchased. Ooh, 20 pounds of shrimp. Yeah. And this is this is wholesale. This is from Cisco. This wasn't from the grocery store. So it's a shitload of <laughs> it's a shitload of beef and shrimp, bro. <laughs> I can't wait. I tell you what. Yeah. I tell you what. And we talk about this. It's for we, the tailgate, obviously. We joke for about this and whatever. And I had a meeting today and we were I was talking uh to this person uh about the tailgate briefly. And I said it's funny because you know the, the game's at night, thankfully, because the joke is um, that if it weren't at night, you know, what are the odds that Scoop's actually going to show up to this thing? So I, we're good. We're good. It's at night. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. Uh, can't wait to be there. It'll be nice and cool. And uh, be, it'll be dark uh, at mm-hmm. a, some point, probably during the tailgate. Very exciting. Very. That's next, Our, uh, next Saturday, a week from this Saturday, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Next Saturday. Just so you know, it was uh, it's a ticketed event. Uh, it is sold out, so uh, please don't come, you know, crashing our tailgate party. Um, but uh, those of you that uh, got your tickets, you know where it is. Um, are we going to have Miami Knights for this game? Do you think, guys? Uh, of course, they yeah. have to wear them. Black don't unis? they? I think don't they have to wear them at some point? Uh, is it contractually? I, well, I don't do know. I mean, they announced them be- before the season with the fancy yeah. new ones. So I would mm-hmm. imagine uh, that they have to wear them, and and I would say I would say to uh, 
I would say to Mario's chagrin, but he very much enjoyed wearing the variations out at Oregon. So I don't think that it's going to be that much of a problem for him. I mean, I think obviously he likes the, the, the traditional Canes gear, right? He's worn the same uniform every home game. Maybe he should switch that up. Just a right. thought. Just, I mean, just a thought. They're, <laughs> I mean, they're playing very, very well at home. So, All right, so let's, uh, let's talk about this game. Uh, we're going on the road to Virginia. Uh, we got to do some keys to the game for this one. Um, I'll start. I'll start with my first key. How about this? My okay. first key of the game, we don't turn it over eight times. Good, good, good. I mean, at least try to cut it in half. There you go. <laughs> no more than four. Think about that. If you cut it in <laughs> half, it's a shit day. <laughs> if you really put that into perspective, we, we only turned it over four times. Wow. Key, what Toast's first key to the game, Ro. Welcome back. Toast's first key to the game is Was, try not to turn it over eight times. And I said, if you cut it in half, it's still four. <laughs> you, it, by three Think quarters, if you if you if you take it in half or even three quarters, it's still too too many. Yeah. Uh, to go along with his key of the game, uh, mine's beat the blitz. <laughs> Obviously, it was Duke in their pressure packages at the line of scrimmage that confused the University of Miami to get home six times. Three of those sacks ended up in three of the turnovers. I got to put those three on the staff. The way I saw it, the two fumbles and excusable on the ball carriers. Rooster had a bad one. Key had a bad one on that. Can't blame that. Uh, I have no idea where Jake Garcia was throwing some of his passes. Uh, the game really was out of hand by the time he did that. But the other three, got to shore up your blitz protections. You got to protect the quarterback better. You got him hurt. You didn't say you're sorry. You got him hurt. Everything happened. Three of those turnovers I got to put on the staff. You got to be able to keep your quarterbacks out right. You got to be able to get those protections right because it was gross last week. Beat the blitz. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a uh, that's a good one. I like that one. And you saw the the touchdown to Mallory. You know what they did? The touchdown to Mallory was a simple mesh concept that they that's did. Right. It. But yeah. you know what the offensive line did? They picked up a blitz. Yeah. If you watch it, they picked up a blitz, and it may have been the first time they picked up a blitz the entire game. And yeah, they was, ran a mesh concept. To, look, they they liked that play. And Mallory got they loose. They run it a lot. And they had some time. Uh, and Jake found him. So, man, I put out a tweet at halftime. And I got hit. The account. The account. Let's say the account put out a tweet at halftime. And got hammered for it. 15 minutes into the into the second half when Jake ran a uh, through the nine route to to Colby for a touchdown and mm -hmm. then he threw the mesh route to uh, to will for a touchdown yeah we had the lead yeah and then I just sat and watched and what the tweet said was this has nothing to do with Jake it's not on Jake but we we flat out told you Jake's not gonna fix this offense so just be careful what you wish for it's the offense and everyone ah oh, that guy they were hammering that tweet right and so i i said first of all it's a nine route okay mm -hmm. so anyone's gonna throw it we could of course beautiful ball of course we expect jake to throw that we expect that from him it's a nine route it's not the offense and they ran a mesh where they finally picked up a blitz okay again not indicative of the offense that was it that was it that's all you got so I went back and I started poking the bear on all those people who had something to say. 
And rightfully so, because at the end, we do, we're do we going to support the quarterback of the University of Miami to the best of their ability. I am. I try to be as fair to the assessment as possible. Literally, my first instinct, even after Texas A&M, I was critical on Tyler. Then I went back and I'm like, I don't think these wide receivers are running their routes right. Yes, he missed this one. I got no problem when I say, hey, Tyler missed this one. This is on him. There, there's no excuse. I, I also have don't have a problem to say, hey, wide receiver's not doing his job. Hey, blitz protection's terrible. Hey, the coaching staff needs to pick this up. Hey, Jake, Scoop is right. I mean, it was uh, it was an option choice concept that they've been running since the bye week, part of the easy buttons we asked for. It was nothing over – like he saw the cornerback come up. It wasn't a hard read in itself. Kobe Young did a lot of the work, and it was a beautiful touch pass. I'm not taking anything away from Jake, but it wasn't like, ooh, that throw was the reason – his mobility was the reason. It was a three-step drop, get rid of the ball, good touch, happened to go that way. To me, I was just like, I, I was more in line of the, that's what we're coming out with, Gaddis. <laughs> that's our adjustment, a play that you've put on film like 25 times already. Okay, okay. With the mesh concept. And you know what? You know what freed that up? Was because that you happen to catch Duke. Sometimes you win, sometimes they win. You happen to catch Duke where they were asking their defensive end to cover Will Mallory one-on-one. Legitimately, go back and watch it. They 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 try to run that concept where they're blitzing overload it, and they drop the defensive end. Will, he, Will Mallory's way too fast for that. Everybody else was in man coverage. Their backs were turned. Touchdown. Touchdown. Was it, wasn't crazy. And then I watched the game, and I was like, wow, these interceptions are bad. So at the same time, Jake, great job on your touchdowns, buddy. Way to, way to do what the offense required you to do. But those interceptions, and I tweeted one, and I didn't necessarily get. And I, Marshall, I love Marsh. Marsh is a big time Jake Garcia fan. He's like, "Hey, I didn't have a chance to watch the game. How did Jake do?" And I was in a chat group with him. They're like, "You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to know." And I'm like, um, "I'm like Marsh. It was one of the worst interceptions I've seen on film in a very, very." Very long time. I can't even say the Ja'Cory Harris years because I give a free pass to Ja'Cory, A, because he's a firefighter like me, and B, because Whipple made him do it. <laughs> Whipple yeah, forced, him, yes. forced him. Yeah. Forced him to look, throw the offense is not – and, and again, I, I, look, we like Jake. We know Jake. Um, the offense is not friendly. It's not friendly. You, you it's saw not friendly for any of them. You see Malik's tweet? No. You see – I included it, and I said, hey, listen, I made a case at the OBB Legend. There was an article, and I said, listen, I think they need to spread out. Not run a spread system, because if you listen to Josh Gaddis, he tell, yeah. he'll tell you, you he runs a press Stop bringing everybody spread. inside the hashes? Yeah, just let it be a little bit more easy. That's exactly what Malik Rozier, a former quarterback who played the position, he goes, why don't you help out, spread out this week. Jake Garcia can identify the blitz, a lot more five wide, just spread out for him and, and, and watch him do work. It would be nice It would be nice to get some space on the field, yeah. So, so nice. you have you have a former... It's just not friendly. It's not friendly you have for a him, former it's not friendly quarterback. for Tyler. But you got to read the tea leaves, too. you got to have a little bit of an, a, like, you got to connect some dots sometimes, right? Right? This is a, a former quarterback from the University of Miami Hurricanes with direct access to the quarterbacks who are currently on the roster saying this. Quarterbacks on the roster are never going to say this, but this is a four. I'll just leave it there. You might want to contemplate this stuff. I got a key too along the lines of quarterbacks, but it might not be what you think. My second key of the game after my first beating the blitz, more mm-hmm. Jakari Brown, please. Yeah. More Jakari go with that. Brown. Yeah. He improves your running game. He's a freak athlete. Might be one of the best athletes on this University of Miami Hurricane roster. I'm not even kidding. Right? Not even kidding. The kid the kid could do anything. Right? He's a freak athlete. Right? Can he play wide athlete. receiver? Yeah, he can if you wanted him to. But he's a damn good quarterback. And it might be the week where you just have him throw. 
Like legitimately, like Tyler's going to be down this week. You got Jake coming in. I know, you know, Mario's been hinting about, you know, Tyler's limited. Good, good. He's, when you talk about the more mobile quarterback, it's Jakari Brown. Put him in there. You put this Jakari Wildcat package in, but give him some concepts that he can operate what you're asking to put on film. Not even, it's not complicated, the passing concepts you're asking. Have him go back and throw a ball, build some more packages out. You used them a lot in the first drive. More Jakari Brown, please. My uh, second key to the game would be um, don't commit almost 150 yards worth of penalties. That's what burned us a few weeks ago. Mm. My last key of the game, I'll just say how this works, is don't um, don't uh, get over 27 first downs. <laughs> so you see what I've done there with my three I keys? D- yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, I, I don't th- have any man. Just don't suck. Don't suck. <laughs> just don't suck. <laughs> I, I just. It's hard. I I feel like I'm watching. Oh, I feel like I'm watching the and we've re- we've referenced this before the offensive version of D'Onofrio and I feel as though I'm Roe. And I I feel as though now I understand the pain that he was going through. And it's a it's a mind-numbing experience to be honest with you. And I would tell him every single week he would just be so pissed off that D'Onofrio wouldn't do what he wanted him to do. And I'm like, bro, it's ne- just stop. You're killing yourself. It's not right. going to change. It doesn't matter. And then he'd run one four lineman front and Rose like, see, see, this is what we need to do. And that was the only time he ran it all game. And he'd call it multiple. And I feel as though we're, we're witnessing that on the offensive side of the ball. We saw a change when Tyler was able to throw against uh, whoever that was for 496, right? What game was that? Vatek. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. UNC. Y- yes, UNC. UNC, yes. right? So he throws for 496, and you saw Gaddis open it up. You saw some more choice routes, some more option routes, uh, a lot more RPO in that game. You saw a little bit more of it, or or I wouldn't say a little bit more of it. You saw some similar in the Vatek game. But the one glaring thing to me, and Roe has brought it up and he's talked about it multiple times, is the inability, the propensity to bring everybody inside the numbers, which means you bring all the defenders inside the numbers, right? Everyone's in one shiny little box. And it brings everybody so tight, there's, li- the, the, there's just nowhere to go. And what happens is your guys release into their routes, but when they do the defenders have free reign and we simply can't pick up the blitz. So for me, seeing that over and over and over and over and over again and Tyler on his back consistently and then he gets hurt by it and then Jake has, you know, a ton of pressure on him and he's he's you know, it then obviously is affecting his play as well and the running gap the game is stagnant. The offense makes me ill, which is probably why I couldn't do the show Saturday ill like legitimately ill 
and it's hard to watch. So for me, yes, yeah, so I'm all in. I've said this. I've wanted Mario for a decade. I'm all in on Mario. Mario can stay. I don't, I don't ever want Mario to leave because I know what he's going to do on the trail, and I know he's going to get it turned around. But having to sit through and watch this offense this year makes me ill. It's it's illifying. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough to deal with that. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's like banging your head against the wall. Really. 18.5 points a game against Power 5. I keep saying it over and over and over. When you fired Dan Enos, he was about seven points higher versus Power 5 competition. I mean, w- w- we put this out at the OBB Legend. We do the OBB Game Time Miami Hurricanes. It's a fun article. I mean, it's just a fact article, so you could go there. I put my keys to the game in there that I use for the show. But Virginia's coming in 3-4 and four in the season. Miami Hurricanes are 3-4. and four. Now, points per game, and this is total on the whole season for Virginia. You want to talk about how far they have fallen. I know their offensive line has some issues. 17.6. Now, Gaddis is coming in at 29.3, and that sounds great, but you got to remember they had the 70 points against Bethune-Cookman. It sounds great right. if it was 1992. And, and even then, 29.3 is still not getting down. So even adding. So that's why you have to look at it against Power 5. I'm not even going to conference. Texas A&M wasn't even a good team. This is Josh Pate said it. Don't listen to us, man. Don't stop listening to us when it comes to that. We don't have a vendetta against Josh. Listen to Josh Pate. He was the one that opened our eyes early and said, This is not going to go the way you think it is. He said it, not us. We're just only reacting to what he said. How about that? Leave it at that. All right. Before we uh we gotta do the pick'ems, we gotta do the Florida Power Poll. But first, we got to talk about our friends, uh, Teddy Morse and the whole crew over at edmorse.com. If you are looking for a ride, there is no better dealer to be backed by. We've been backed by Morse since the beginning of this podcast, and over 2 million customers are also backed by Morse. The price protection promise, you're never going to pay too much for a newer used car. Um, and they've got every single brand out there. And dealerships from Florida to, like, literally Hawaii. And all over the friggin' place, bro. Right up through the middle of the country. So edmorse.com. Make sure you get your car there, and when you do, make sure you let them know that uh, you're being backed by Morris because you heard about him on the Orange Bowl, boys. My Ed Morse does 185. And you know what else 185 would do? 185 would get you free shipping from Canesware, top row watching. Listen, all the stuff that you need, you go in there. Even in a bad season, the University of Miami, Canesware, 2511 South University Drive, Davie, Florida, 33324. I'm still eyeing this Miami Hurricanes 2022 Adidas tailgate jersey. We have that big one against Florida State coming up. The Ultra Boost sneakers we've talked about. Ooh, this is new. This is this is this might be something I have to buy. The Miami Hurricanes 2022 Adidas Miami script team hoodie. Damn, it's it's nice. It could go along with the Miami Knights uniform that's probably going to debut against the Florida State Seminoles. Canesware. Yes, Canesware. Listen, I'm guessing one of the new endorsers for uh, for Life Wallet might be a guy named Cormani McLean. I'm just I'm just speculating. Next year you might see uh, something like that happen. No better way to back uh, the NIL deals with the University of Miami than going ahead and getting Life Wallet downloaded on your phone or your iPad or whatever, and subscribing and getting all of your uh, medical records right there 
right there so that they are at the uh, just the touch of a thumb. That's it. Everything about you, every surgery, every this, every that, every allergic reaction you've ever had, right there so something horrible happens to you and you're unconscious. A doctor can pick that up, open that app up, and know everything about you, how to treat you, how to save your life. And it's all being done through John Ruiz and his company over at LifeWallet. Check them out at LifeWallet.com. And thank you for Coromani. Very much. <laughs> now get us Ricks. <laughs> I'm still laughing at 24-7 putting out that video. I mean, it just goes to show you. Just goes to show you. I you mean, never know what's going to. recorded that? <laughs> Listen, man, they dropped that thing. I started watching. I just had this <laughs> sense of euphoria come over me. Like I was eating uh, Creating Better Days Delta 9 gummy. Ooh. Now, now, now you know oh. what? We Man, should send we should we should send the link to creating better days and probably mm -hmm. the next ad we need to talk to the next two sponsors are dedicated towards you Gator fans because you're going to need them. You're going to need both of our next two sponsors. Creating better days. We're going to send you the link. Use hashtag #obb, okay? Remember hashtag #obb. That stands it's, for it's, Mark. Well, it's OBB. It's OBB. It's Promo Hashtag, code OBB. Promo code OBB, which stands for Mario Stuff's Billy in a Locker. Okay? Trust us. <laughs> trust us on that one. But that promo code will get you all the Delta 8s, Delta, like, euphoria, baby. You need it. You need it after that. They need let's, something. Let's Think about this. They got to go play uh, Georgia this weekend, too. <laughs> and you lose score yeah, no, money. It's only going to get better for them. Yeah. Only going to get better for them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. absolutely. Oh, so power can take out their Gator frustrations fans. against the Bulldogs. Well, so listen, with all due respect, I think what the Gator fans need is, in addition to the Delta 8 and Delta 9 gummies, you're probably going to want to get like a half keg of tank beer just to help wash away. You're not going to want to be sober for that Georgia game. No. So, you know, no. listen, if you live down here, Gator fans, you can, uh, they have a pickup program at the tank. You can call in in advance. They will get all of your beer together. You just pull your car up, they throw it in your trunk, and you're out of there. Yeah, really? Dude, case here, I have. Yes, I swear to God. Yeah, it's like a it's like a pickup thing they got going on there. That's amazing. Uh, go to tankbrewery.com for more details on that. Uh, but La Loca, uh, or, or Loca, I should say, and uh, Frank, the, uh, not not uh, nope, Freedom, no, Tower. No, Freedom Tower, Freedom Tower, Freedom Tower, Freedom Tower, Freedom Tower. I got you. I got Freedom. You. Frank the Tank. Just so you know, we're because it's my namesake. Frank the Tank is a seasonal beer. They got their core beers like El Farrito is like kind of like one on, on the fence there with them. But Freedom Tower and Tank, and they got a new IPA. It's got a nice orangey, citrusy kind of a taste, and it's just perfect for this time of year, especially. It's a fall beer. It's a fall beer. It, it, it is We Lost Cormani. Uh, it's great for you, Gator fans. Just, just it's it's such it's such a great beer. Only at Tank Brewery. Just ask for ask for it. Ask for it by name. And it, it doesn't matter if you're a Gator fan. Just go talk to Mick down there. He's gonna set you up at one of the coolest venues for your office party. It's office party season. It's office party season. You need to you need to go there. You need to go there. Let's go. That's your story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking. I think that. Uh, and I'm just guessing here, but I'm guessing in winter is when you'll see the return of Frank the Tank. Probably. Probably. I believe the stouts are generally a winter. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Is that what they do. Um. Well, I listen. If you want to, uh, winter's coming. Yeah. 
You need to keep your boys warm down there. Yeah. Well, listen, well, you don't want to keep yourself too warm. No. If if you get too much, too much pubes down there, it gets too warm and then you get musky and dank. And and that's why you need to have the ball deodorant. That's why you got to have the ball lotion. You need to, and that's why you need the trimmer that's not going to give you nicks and the lawnmower, yeah, you need to trim it down a little bit there, guys. If you're wondering why your woman's not uh, going down there so often, maybe it's because you got to clean it up. Just saying. And if you go to manscaped.com and you do promo code OBB, you get 20% off all that stuff. 20% off. <laughs> clean yourself up. I can't believe we <laughs> talk about this on the show. To be I can't believe they pay us to talk about this stuff. <laughs> It's the coolest ads, dude. It's, I mean, it really is. You want to listen to it. You, don't, you know they're not fast-forwarding through this part because, like, we know how to, like, make it applicable to what's going on, right? I mean, Do like, you think Manscaped actually listens to these and they're like, oh, my God, they talk they, – they, their balls have n- names. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. They have a, uh, they I have can a promise Manscaped you. advertising awards at the end of the year and where we're they give out the awards we're, for we're the best. There you go. Uh, the Christmas best. is coming. Listen. You know, fans too, and you get to a certain age, and I'm sure there's a lot of you come Christmas time. You're looking for gift ideas, and ladies that listen to the show, we know there's a few of you, a lot of you actually, get them the gift of Manscaped. I mean, it's your yeah. gift too. It's your I gift say, too. You probably wouldn't be upset about it. Yeah, no, it's the perfect gift, ladies. It's a perfect gift, perfect gift. All you right. tell me, you tell me that under my Christmas tree, I had some merch from Canesware. Like a twelve pack of my favorite favorite tank beer, and like some more manscaped. Pro- dude, I'm a happy dude. I, I mean, it is. It's a great product line, and I I would take the go- the deltas. You can send them to me. I just got to give them over to Toast and Scoop because I I just can't do it. If you were able to afford all that stuff for Christmas, I'm guessing that you probably made some bets with beating the bookie that paid out for you. Tons of them, right? Okay. BT so BTB. And we talk about this all the time, right? So it's at beating the bookie on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. He gives you all his free plays on those platforms. And it's beatingthebookie.com is where you get your packages, row. Uh, package, package. His soccer, packages. NHL is back up and killing it. NFL, NCAA. We got a couple more picks for you today. It's at the World know, Series. He's got the World Series coming up. He's got the baseball. He's got everything is happening right now. It's the busiest time of the year, right? Everything really kind of falls. And uh, uh, NBA basketball is up. So he's got his affiliate who does that, who who works in tandem with him to do uh, the NBA basketball season. Um, it, it really is pretty awesome that when everything gets cranked up and going. You can't even keep up. And he's doing all his live stuff. Uh, and now all of his... Uh, his plays are in uh, Telegram, right? So he can give you live updates for live uh, bets as he's going through whatever he wants to put out there. It's it's pretty badass. Um, and, and you know, it's funny. It's like he, he look. It's it's betting, right? And most people lose in betting. And he had a couple of weeks about I don't know six weeks ago where it was just a, a cold streak, right? And everyone's like, ah, la, 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 la. And he's come out of it just blazing, right? Made up for it and then some. So it's, dude, it's, he's hot, hot, hot. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome to evolve it. So you, what you do is you get these picks. You want me to give these picks? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hello. All right. We get two picks. We get two picks. Uh, we get Syracuse. Syracuse, good game last week. Almost took down Clemson. Mm-hmm. Well, they uh, shot themselves in the foot there in the second half. The Cuse minus two and a half. 
for one unit. And the units are, if you're going to play a unit, if that's $25 or $50 or $100 or $500, that's one unit. That's what your baseline is, right? So if you have one unit game, three unit game, five unit game, whatever, then you're just going to multiply that number times five. So uh, one unit for Q's minus two and a half. And then Tennessee minus 12. Tennessee minus 12. That's also for one unit. So you take these bets and you want to go beat the bookie. Where do you go? You go to DraftKings and you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and you use the promo code TPPN and you will get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any football game only at DraftKings Sportsbook using promo code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And for those of you that are in non-bookmaking states, you use that promo code TPPN on DraftKings for the weekly fantasy stuff. And you will also get a cool little promo for that as well. So you can use it for all their services, whether you're using the bookmaking or the daily fantasy stuff. Use promo code TPPN when you open your account and you will get some serious love from our friends over at DraftKings. And admit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cue the music, DJ. Oh, yeah. Everybody, welcome to the club, the Florida Power Pole Club. Time to find out who slid all the way down that greasy STD-infested pole, all the way down to the bottom in number seven. Who is the number seven team, Ro? Your Miami Hurricanes. Listen, I slid them down for every turnover they had, and I ran out of room, and they landed at seven. <laughs> wow. I mean, when you – listen, I can promise you – I should look this up. They probably had more turnovers than every team in this state. It was that bad of a performance. You're the cellar dwellers this, this week. I should move them back up after landing Cormani McLean, though. One spot in front of the Gators, because that's exactly where you are in terms of recruiting. Go Gates. So I, uh, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. Not even the eight turnovers. You get boat raced by Duke. You just you, Whether you're really worse than UCF or FIU, who the hell knows? I don't think you are, but you deserve to be at the bottom spot. But then I'm right there with you, Ro. After they got uh, Cormani tonight, I was thinking, should we make them number one? <laughs> <laughs> well, one spot in front of the Gators would make them number two. <laughs> Scoop. I am watching a video of Mike Norvell and the staff at Florida State. Mike Norvell is holding a birthday cake, and they're all singing to Cormani McLean happy birthday. Oh. It is one of the saddest videos I think I've ever seen on the internet. <laughs> what, what on earth is happening? I hope I this know. wasn't today. I doubt it was today. All right, so who you got at number seven? So there's a road. So I, Jen was listening to the show last week, and she said, um, once you guys come back from your commercials, it just kind of slows to a stop, the show. I'm like, yeah, because Scoop does it on purpose. He yeah. does it on purpose. Yeah, he does. Oh, do I? That's why we put shot clocks. You do. You do. Yeah. We, yeah, picks, <laughs> right. picks in the power pole. Who'd just, you pick? <laughs> Who'd you pick at seven there, Toast? We, we both took the Canes. All right, well, then it this? doesn't matter what I say. Go ahead. All right. Number six. Number six. Hey, they uh, they were essentially on a bye last week, but when Miami has eight turnovers and you don't, uh, USF Bulls move up. 
Yeah, they are one and Bulls. six on the season. Bulls. Whoa, one and go. six on the season. I don't think it's a, and they moved on. And they moved yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm game with All that. Right. I'm good with that. Good. good. FIU number, at number five. five. Yeah. You know why? Yep. You know why this? You know why this all slows down to a halt? Why? Because this segment has started to suck. Uh, oh, I'm just okay. saying. Okay. All right. You're saying we need to stop doing the Florida Power Pole? I don't know. That I, see, I feel like it's just like we just move them around from one time to another based on if they win or they lose. Yeah. Well, that, gotcha. that's what you get to do. But there's some funny it's things to it. what a Power Pole is. Because they, the, <laughs> they lost to the Miners. <laughs> they lost to the UTEP Miners. <laughs> He's three and five. I'm starting to think Willie Taggart's not a good coach. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I'm starting to think it. I don't he's know. A, he's a hell of a salesman. Uh, uh, he's, he's probably the better salesman that I've ever met in my life. The they guys, really did lose to UTEP? Yep. 24-21. Yeah. Three and five in a season. Right. So you know who ends up going to number four? Yeah, FIU. <laughs> FIU. They won yeah. again. They got the same record as the Cades. Maybe they're the team of the Coral Gables. The Coral Gables Kitties. They beat Charlotte 34 they are, they to 15. They're turning around over there. Yeah, they had 453 total yards, and including 147 on the ground. You know, I thought maybe you wow. couldn't run the ball. Maybe it was a 305 thing, but apparently not. You can run in the 305. The Coral Gables Kitties show you you can. This is the best Gables FIU's Kitties. look since Mario left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't even have T.Y. Hilton. No. Number three. Might be debate. What do you you got at three? I got the Gators yeah, at three. Yeah. 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 They're they're on a bye too. The Bulldogs of Athens. You know what they like? You know what the line is? You know, they're obviously favorite. Twenty two and a half. Twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> oh baby. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. Even Tim Tebow wouldn't be able to bring this team back from the brink. And I heard he can walk on water. They are <laughs> Terrible. So, bro, so that means that we're still keeping everything at no. one and two are the same, right? No, no, nope. I got a little bit of a twist difference. What you got? You got FSU at two? Yeah, I got FSU at two, and they're still in the midst of that three-game losing streak. I think they're going to get a win. They're going to come in when they play Miami five and three. They're playing Georgia Tech. You never know. I mean, Georgia Tech. I still laugh when Georgia Tech beat them, and then Aguayo, the kicker, missed the kick or missed the tackle at the end. I still think that was the one of the funniest losses. How, how bad he whiffed that. No, but I do have FSU at two. UCF lost too. Yeah, yeah. So and they're still at one. No, there's no one. No, I have no one UCF. deserves to. No one yes. deserves to one. Yes, I put UCF at two. I said yes. Now listen to me. This is not a typo. There's two second-place teams in the OBBL power pole. That's what happens when you lose to the Knights 34-13. to 13, All bets are off. But don't worry. The Knights will still claim the top spot by default. They're still good at that sort of thing. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so I got two number twos yeah, this week. There's just nobody that's good enough. Isn't that pathetic? No. Look at this. Look at this. This is uh, Florida UCF's football. The best team in the state. Florida football. It's and horrible. they all are average. UCF still good, but did you see the yeah. East Carolina Pirates troll job on Twitter? Bro, they oh, beat UCF's ass. Yeah, mm -hmm. but they took an old school UCF tweet that said "Enjoy the Big 12, except on the sign it said "Enjoy the Big L." <laughs> but you can still say it was the Big Twelve. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, uh, that was a great tweet." I actually included it in there because it was so great. And that's your Powerball. Two number two what teams for me. Happening? What's happening? All right, so let's uh, let's get through these picks somewhat expeditiously, please, Scoop. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So we are uh, toast. We all went three and three last week. 
Okay. So you two are 27 and 20. I'm 23 and 24. So we have Ohio State at Penn State. Ohio State minus 15 and a half on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely taking Ohio State. That Manny Diaz defense is going to get scorched, exposed. Yes. Ohio State has not beaten a top 25 team. So pick. No, I, I just well, they, find they it, haven't I lost find to one it either. really interesting. Like, but they haven't lost to one. I, I'm just saying. They're okay. just beating out. You don't know how good they are. I still think they're well, a they're lot better good. than, than uh, Penn State, though. So Ohio State. Uh, UF and Georgia. Georgia, 22 and a half. <laughs> Go dogs. Yeah, dogs. Come on. I mean, that's just, I don't even know if that's a correct pick. That's just off, you know. That's it's still it's kind of that's a perfect set line because I keep saying Georgia by a billion twenty two and a half is way less than a billion. Give me the dogs. Oklahoma State at Kansas State. Kansas State minus one and a half. Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, these are all the same. I can't believe they're actually giving them. Kentucky at Tennessee. Tennessee minus twelve. Oh, man. Can Kentucky keep this close? Oh, part of me thinking Kentucky might keep this closer than folks think. This is at Tennessee? At Tennessee. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to rock it. They're going to let down after Bama at After home? the Bama. That's my, that's my, that, you know, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Stoopsy to cover the number. They'll lose, but they'll cover. Goalish. He's my spirit animal. I'm not picking against yeah, him. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Stand him on the sidelines. Standing on the sidelines. Yeah. Cincinnati he- at UCF. UCF minus one and a half. I hate to say it, but I'm taking the Knights. East, the East Carolina Pirates. The, tw- the tweet was good enough to make give them the L two weeks in a row. Give me Cincinnati. I got Cincy as well. And the game of the week. Miami minus two at Virginia. Both three and <laughs> favored four. Favored again. Favored All again. Right. We told you they're going to be favored every week. Doesn't matter. They're going to be favored. They probably won't be favored against FSU or Clemson. But University of Miami Hurricanes 24, University of Virginia 21. Oh, dude. All right. Um, is uh, Miami is one and six versus the spread this year. Um, after this game, they will be two and six. Oh, he's picking us the win. I I had them twenty four twenty. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, so I sh- just priced and righted myself. <laughs> shoot it. We're gonna shoot out this week, yep. baby. There we go. Oh yeah, all the points. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking it's gonna be like ten ten at the half. Yeah. <laughs> Scoot, what you got? Uh, I got the Canes winning. So we, look, it's unanimous. Yeah, fourteen to thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like toast six to two <laughs> earlier in the year. This is a real possibility, though. That's true. I mean, that's I've watched. True. I've watched these two teams. I've watched these two oh. offenses. I think fourteen thirteen is a real possibility. What's the over under on that game? Oh, I don't know. Hold on. Why what is, is my the screen total? Well, so what is the total? Hang on. Let's see what you the look total at the total. Yeah, because I put the uh, on the at the legend when 48. I forty eight. Oh, I am so under that number. Forty eight. You're, you're not that bad. No, I mean I would bet that 
under that. Yeah. I'm like, we're not. You're not yeah, guessing you're, 48 points. You're, in this you game. went 24 20, right? That's what you went. Yeah. Yeah. So you're 44. You're close. 48's the total. Yeah, I see points, it's Fred. 48 and a half. Yeah. Bro, like yeah. you have you have like Tennessee's been scoring like 48 in the first half. Right. Just to show you how bad these offenses are. All right. 48. There we go, boys. So what are we gonna call this one? Bleep you, Hackett. <laughs> 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 I'll go with that. I didn't write anything down, so I like that. Bleep you, hack it works for me. Yeah. That'll uh, that'll fly. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like oh my it. All right. I, I'm sorry. I'm I'm legit sorry. I, I'm I'm already contemplating because after after the the episode, I write a behind the episode scene. So like I, I'm literally gonna pen the emotions that we're going through this week when I kind of saw it. It's just it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Um. Friendly reminder to everybody, remember this will be another 1230 game that will be viewed on Bally Sports locally. Boo. So you can go ahead and take advantage of that uh, seven-day free trial. If you've already used yours up, then no problem. Just use a different email, a different credit card. You'll be good to go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, your, your Uncle Toast giving you some keys to life. And then, of course, we'll see you uh, in about a week and a half for our tailgate. So... For the FSU game, uh, already going to be here. So this is uh season is uh we're in the home stretch, people. Home stretch. Nice, nice jolt in the arm by Mario and the staff today getting uh, core money. That was just what uh, the fan base needed to kind of get some uh, positivity going again. I want to yeah. ask you guys a question. Talk to yeah. me. Is there anyone? Is there any athlete? Is there any sports figure that's ever been more corny than Russell Wilson? Oh god, uh no. No, he's pretty much it. He's got the key. Yeah, he's the king of that. Yeah, he's pretty corny. I can't think of He's anybody. the corniest dude on on I mean John yeah. John John Stockton shorts were corny. I Listen, mean, it was I that am a, legit weird. I'm a diehard C, uh, Seahawks fan and it and I will always have my quarterbacks back, but man, the last couple of years it even got tough cuz like god, man, he's just just stop with the whole the mottos and the this and that and Listen, I'll say it. I, I can't believe I've never seen a quarterback that threw an interception to decide a Super Bowl on the goal line not get ridden harder about that. Like, he got a pass on that play somehow. Yeah, People don't ever bring it up. They always blame Pete Carroll. They blame uh, Daryl Bell, the offensive coordinator. They never blame Russell. Like, I can't believe he, he dodged that. It's like, really, bro? Like, you threw it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, whatever. But enjoy that, Denver. All right. I mean, he's literally talking about how he he doesn't <laughs> like he doesn't poop. Do you see this? Well, did you hear what he was doing on the plane? I guess yeah. going to London or whatever. Yeah, or, yeah. he yeah. slept for an stretching. hour and stretched. and then stretching, doing leg lifts and stuff. Knee, knee like, highs. He, he only allows he only allows himself to eat certain things on certain days because he because he doesn't like feed his gut. I, I guess so. I he doesn't have to go to the bathroom because it's wasted time. I don't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Where else are you going to look at your phone and go through Twitter? Right? It's the best time. When you're on the can. I mean, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yes. Weirdo. Weirdo. It's a weird dude. Dude, here's one for you. And I didn't bring this up a few weeks ago. Are you guys aware of what Hall of Fame pitcher Randy Johnson does for a living now? Yes. He is a professional photographer to shoots NFL games. Yeah. Have you seen the logo for his company? No. It's him hitting a bird. 
It's a dead bird. It's a dead bird. It's a dead bird. Wait, I got a question. Hold on, hold on. I got to look it up. You got to check it out. I got a question. Phenomenal. I got a great. I got a question. On that pitch, was it a ball or a strike? (laughs) (laughs) What does that go down? It's a strike, dude. That's a strike. (laughs) No pitch. (laughs) You hit a moving bird. Oh my god! Randy Johnson photography is a Mm -hmm. bird upside down with an X as an eye and flying feathers. Yeah. That is hysterical. Awesome. I mean, that, that bird was just flying like is, no, yes. like no, no, <laughs> no care in the world. Just no, literally just I saw a peanut. Saw a peanut. It was going for it. Yeah, piece of popcorn. And yep. then no, bam! It just exploded. Into feathers. Exploded. Like you. Wow. Literally. Like, that's the greatest logo I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. The most meaningful logo <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got a good you think we could play. hire him to shoot Kane's games. That's a good idea. We well, we need him for away yeah. games. We need him for away yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's here's my thing. I, I I think he like he can afford to give you a break because he's already worth like eighty million dollars, and he can yeah. get some great aerial <laughs> views because he's six seven. So like he's yeah, already gonna exactly. get like this top down yes. approach. But like, hey, Randy, I, I we need an aerial view. <laughs> uh, I got you, boss. Oh. Speaking of uh, six seven in baseball, Rome, condolences on your Yankees getting yeah. swept out of the playoffs. Bro, fifty strikeouts in four games, or fifty, or was it sixty? Like so it was bad. Like you simply, you simply. I I love analytics in baseball. You know, I even I have eleven year old kid. And I, I I use sensors and all that. Bro, you got to put the ball in play, dude. It's getting old. You you can't you can't just rely on boomer bust because. Like if I watch Josh Donaldson swing out of his ass again on two strikes and strike out, I'm just gonna like <laughs> yell at the TV screen. Was, what, and, but, uh, but you know what, Toast? I, I, you know what? When Yankees got hot, when the Yankees and it happens every year with these clowns, when the Yankees got hot, right? And I saw Houston come into town and just ran them out of the building and swept them. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're gonna, they're not gonna beat them in the playoffs. It, it was like that you was think, the uh, You think Judge comes back? I think so. When they didn't really hardcore, hardcore pursue Juan Soto, I, I was like, that's because they've already made up their mind to go ahead and get Judge. Now, listen, okay. moving forward, moving forward, though, because I still don't like the Astros from the trash can days. I'm a big Bryce Harper. I'm a big Bryce Harper oh. fan. I want him to win so bad because I feel so, so bad. Feel so bad for the guy. He leaves Washington. They hate him, and Washington won the won the won, <laughs> won the World Bro, Series the best the next thing. year. Yeah, the best thing that can happen for baseball is Bryce Harper wins a title right now and has an awesome World Series, and they can have they can send him out there on the on the TV circuit. Good Morning America. Oh, yeah. That's the best thing that could happen right now for baseball. Yeah, best Bryce thing. and Bryce Harper, and I I think low key my daughter has a crush for Bryce Harper because she always wow. asks about him. She's like, "How did Bryce Harper do?" I'm like, "Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why do you care? You're a volleyball player. Who? Which, by the yeah. way, congratulations! You're getting farther up in regionals. You're in the regional semifinals. So." Uh, proud of you, they're district champions. Go, 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 team Tally. That a girl. And uh, congratulations to both uh, Tally and to uh, Kenzie. Wrapped up her first uh, golf season. Uh, congrats to both men. Good ah, job, dads. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yep. All right. Let's, let's let's get the hell out of here. This is over. This is done. Yeah. Okay. Hope you guys all had a great one. Um, beat Virginia as always. Go Canes. Help! Bang. That's another episode in the books. The Orange Ball Boys are brought to you by Edmorse Automotive Group. Visit edmorse.com.